Hello and welcome to the second episode of Codec Call, Z-Targeting's gaming podcast. My name's Luke and tonight I am joined by... Dakota. And we are also joined by a special guest, a new host. Some call him the hostess with the mostest. (laughs) I go by Buckman. Hello. Hello. (laughs) What's going on? Not much at all, friend. Not much at all. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself real quick? Um, I really don't know what you should say here because I don't think we ever did this, but we'll let you do it. All right. Uh, first game I remember playing was, I want to say, what, F-15 Strike Eagle on Genesis. Genesis was my, that was my baby there. So that and NBA Jams. So and where yeah. does Sonic fit in that? I'm curious. A Sonic comes right after it, yes. Uh, classic, uh, very classic. <laughs> so, uh, got a couple questions for you guys. First of all, what are you drinking? Am I going first? I'll go first. So, today, dude, sticking with the pumpkin theme, <laughs> I found this new company. It's called Shipyard Brewing Company. I'd never heard of them before, actually. Oh, but they're based. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Yep. I had Shipyard last year. Okay, you know what? So shut up. Anyways, though, they're based out of Maine, and it's Pumpkinhead. That's, like, the name of the beer. But the cool part is is it has, like, the, um, god dang it. I totally just forgot. What the hell is this guy's name without the Headless Horseman? (laughs) How hard is that to remember? I don't know. I don't know. I was like, wait, he doesn't have a head. And I realized it's the Headless Horseman. But anyways, though, yeah, dude, this stuff's really good. Bugman, what are you drinking? Let's hear it. I am drinking Jack O' Pumpkin. It's a shandy by Traveler. I was walking through Kroger, found it, saw a pumpkin, grabbed it. (laughs) It's full. Tis the season. Please tell me you have pumpkin, Luke. I actually don't, unfortunately. (laughs) You're really screwing this up. Uh, I grabbed this <laughs> beer called Good Juju. It's a ginger pale ale from Left Hand Brewing from uh, Colorado. I had mm. one of their porters a while back, so I wanted to try some of the other stuff that I enjoyed. I enjoyed their other beer that I had, so it's good so far. I'm liking it. Not a fall theme at all, so I'm, I'm uh, against the wind, but whatever. This is literally just says ale. That's all it says. So I'm guessing it's a pumpkin ale. What a, it's I like an ale's ale. Yeah, that's why I see it. <laughs> next question. All right, so the next question is, what you guys been playing? I've I've not been playing anything. It's uh, really depressing. Nothing? Like, no, dude, I can't even explain to you how much I haven't been playing. I think if you want to say I've been playing something, I guess the FX app on the Xbox that's about oh, it. Was that? Oh boy! Jeez. It's not a game, dude. It's an app to it watch makes TV. Like sh- oh, FXO the, the channel. Okay. <laughs> I thought you meant like some kind of like music uh, sound no, effect, dude. No. no. Oh well, that's I, exciting. Oh wait, no time out. I did play uh, Infected. The what is it? Plague, Bugman. You know what I'm talking about. Plague. What? Yeah, where you infect the world. God dang it! On uh, PSP. Oh, Plague Inc. Plague Incorporated? Yeah, Plague Inc. Yeah, 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 yeah. I played that once. Good game. Yeah, okay. that's good. That's good. I suck at it, though. So, Buckman, what have you been playing? 
Ah, uh, you already know I've been playing that Bioshock. Oh, I've been hell yeah. deep in that collection. Hell yeah. I mean, that's always been always been tops on my uh, favorite game list. So I've been going through all of them, trying to get the uh, the Brass Balls achievements, you know, no Vita Chambers on. Oh, damn. On on hard, it's it's a pain. That's a yep, hard game. Yep. So, you know, I'm trying you to chew through those. How do you feel about the collection though, with like the at the added stuff? I know we've talked about this, but I really wanted to get your opinion again. Like with ah. with the extra content for it being a collection, right? Seeing how it came out of kind of nowhere, you know, since Bioshock hasn't been talked about for a while now, mm-hmm. it was kind of weird for them to just pop out with something and not give, you know, everything they could have given almost like just let everything up, which was what I was hoping for. But um, but I mean, you know, Ken Levine. So much. Ken Levine's not with Irrational anymore, so that that visionary's kind of gone. So I kind of right. see it as a, as a cash grab, but I'm I'm really enjoying right. it as well. Um, the updates to one and two, you know, they play really well on the new consoles. They run pretty smooth. Um, so yeah, they, we, which one are, are you on right now? Uh, right now, I'm just I'm cutting through one. Although I did jump on two a little bit just to get a you know a different feel playing, you know, a whole different character. But yeah. I'm trying to get through, you know, chronological. Yeah, um, I'd finished one like a few days ago, and then I've been digging into two. And actually, I never I played through one a few times when I came out, and then I actually had never got to two. And I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it's kind of the same, but Rapture's a world that I I really want to just see more of, you know. So I'm, oh, yeah. you know, I don't mind that it's samey. It's a great game. Yeah. So, but uh, besides that, one other thing that I've been playing recently, the last couple of days, is. Uh, like I mentioned on the on our first episode, I was playing Bioshock One and Metroid Prime One. I also just finished Prime One, so I jumped right into Prime Two. Um, for me, the first one was like total muscle memory. I played through that a bunch of times when that came out. That blew my mind like the first time I played it. And Prime Two, I finished once like ten years ago, and hadn't really touched it since. So uh, it's kind of like playing it for the first time again. Um, I'm really digging that as well because I love Prime One. It's just again, you know, more of that same structure in a new world. So I've uh, definitely been enjoying that. So yeah. Now uh, October's pretty exciting month for releases. Um, just today, actually, uh, Mafia Three and Paper Mario Color Splash came out. Um, Dakota, I know you're saying you're thinking about picking up Mafia Three. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? I I'm I'm wanting to hear the reviews after talking to you about it. With wanting to hear the reviews because I don't know how. I'm kind of a little mixed. I really like the whole, um, this is bad, but the racist portion of it, like how apparently, <laughs> I know that's messed up. I really do. But Do you mean you like how it handles racism I, I like in America, fact, but not, not exactly. the fact that it is racist? Oh, my God, yes. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I realize that that can be a loaded thing to say, but whatever. But, yeah, the, the fact that, like, like in some sections, police just automatically assume that you're doing something wrong just because you're there. And stuff. That's I. I think that could be a really cool mechanic. And honestly, Bugman, I know that you. Whenever you and I were at work, we were looking at the preview from E3 for it, and it blew my mind. I thought it was awesome. I thought it looked amazing. And it it wasn't exactly like it was elegantly violent, if that's even a possibility. <laughs> like it wasn't just like senseless violence. It was actually like there was a reasoning behind it, and that's what I appreciated about it. But like I said, I I know that they um I don't know if any of you saw, but this uh they came out a 
apparently today they announced how like even on pc they capped the game at 30 frames per second no matter what you can have anything to you can run it faster than that but like it's capped there you can have all everything you need to run it faster but it caps it at 30 no matter what i think they said they're going to change that though like they just need to yeah, they, update they that did, it's, it's just like i don't know for a console it makes sense for pc <laughs> it's stupid i know this pc elitist over here is gonna <laughs> say something see he's just dying but i mean i i don't know that's why i'm still i'm waiting for reviews i was gonna pick it up today but i'm waiting for the reviews because i'm on the fence they they didn't send out review copies ahead of time which usually is a worrying sign now they didn't with doom and and doom blew away everybody's expectations so it's not 100 percent always the case but it is a little bit worrying yeah that it's just odd odd so bugman what are your thoughts on the frame rate uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I like, I love the frames, you know, I love my frames. <laughs> the more the better. Hell yeah. But I mean, it's understandable. It's understandable. But let's just hope they don't, they don't lock us out. Yeah. Uh, uh, every time something transfers over to PC, it's been, it's been happening pretty bad lately. So I've been kind of upset with all that. Like when I tried to play, you know, Dark Souls, PC, just haven't so many issues with ports and things uh which one the one or two or three uh three most recently was oh shit the upset there because I, I don't have gaming pc currently but I, i'm looking to get one and the dark souls series is specifically like what i want to get for pc and then like run just super well because like they, they they chug a lot on consoles and, and like i love those games so much right me but, too but uh i, I don't want to play them at 60 frames you know silky smooth but right. that's, that's, that's a bummer to hear. Speaking of which, we really need to get you moving on that. Like, you're really behind. You need to get one of these gaming PCs. <laughs> it's It's been... it No, it's been decided. Like, you need to get going. You know, the thing is, is the things I want most on a PC is to be able to play Dark Souls at great frame <laughs> rates and then have, like, one of the... Like, the Chroma keyboard and mouse so it looks cool. And that's it. So that's, like... You know, that's what I'm going to get right see, away. You really... You really? Uh, so wait, I'm, I'm not like dying you? to get one right now. Okay, this is going to another realm, but one, I think you're missing the point here. We decided, and by we, I mean I decided that you need to get going on this. Yeah, and yeah, two, are you looking for a desktop or a desktop, laptop? Desktop. Desktop. Okay. So all you get all the peripherals. Yeah. You get the mouse, the the mouse pad that lights up. Cause why not? <laughs> I'm, yeah. I don't have a mouse pad that lights up. My keyboard lights up, but not the mouse pad. I do, but I have done hook it for shooters. It's it's not the best, but it is what it is. It looks pretty, so that's <laughs> I wanna see that as long now. as as long as it's aesthetically pleasing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, Mafia three, whenever that first back getting back a little bit to the track a little bit, um when that first trailer came out, <laughs> I thought it looked amazing. Don't do it. And uh they impressions are starting to come out since it came out today they say the story and the mm-hmm. writing and the acting is really great so i think i'm going to eventually pick it up because it's it's nice to see games like enhance that aspect mm-hmm. they say like kind of the open world structures repetitive i mean that's a lot of open world games like that so whatever but it, overall it seems like positive impressions that i'm hearing i'm i'm debating between getting that or forza forza not mm-hmm. to forza bring that up forza see but i don't know i kind of want to be the different one the different one of you two that gets 
Mafia Three. That way, we can actually talk from experience about that. That's yeah, that's solid. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I uh, think so, it's a good excuse. <laughs> it is. It is. We'll come back to us next week with the report. All right. So that uh, probably won't happen. So Paper Mario came out today as well for the Wii U. Do you, either of you have any thoughts on this game? This is no. <laughs> okay. Well, I happen to love the Mario RPG of the various series. Super Mario RPG for the SNES, amazing. First two Paper Marios were amazing, and uh, Mario and Luigi, the first one on GBA, was also amazing. And lately, all these things have been breaking my heart. Um, right. First Paper Mario for the 3DS, uh, Sticker Star, total garbage. Now this game follows. They changed up the gameplay. It's not a straight RPG. It's more of an action RPG, mm-hmm. and uh, the battle system is totally whack in Sticker Star. And it's a similar one in this one, but. I was surprised to be seeing reviews giving it like an 8 or a 9 come out today when I expected far, far lower. Um, I think the graphics look really good for a Wii U game with the, like, the whole paper aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like looks like a comic book. And they say it's really well written and funny. So I think I'm going to end up checking that out too because it might, might breathe some life back into the series. But I don't know. I don't have high what, hopes. What did Sticker Star get in review scores? I feel like the Metacritic was like a 66 or something like that. What, what's really oh, yeah. stupid about it is that game in particular is uh, you don't just have attacks. You, you collect stickers, like you have a jump sticker or a hammer sticker. So you have, like, you're mm-hmm. like limited in how many attacks you can do, and you have to like constantly get new stickers from like finding them in the bushes or defeating en- enemies or whatever. And it strips away. Funky like, as hell. Yeah, it's, it's weird. You don't level up. Like, it, t- it takes away so, a lot of the things that make it great. So you have an inventory of stickers that are also <laughs> the attacks. Yes. Ugh. I'm I'm bored. Stressful. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> but the people have been saying oh, I ran out of jump. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what do you do? It's it's fucked. Or, yeah. it's <laughs> you know what up. that really reminds me of? What? So I'm jumping a little ahead, but that really reminds me of Metal Gear Acid. Like, oh, like yeah. you couldn't do anything unless you had the card. And it was like, if you ran out of attacking cards, you're just like, you'd have to just stand there or try to sneak around. But they gave you alternatives, and that was actually a really good game. But it was very tedious to make sure that you had enough attacking cards and all this other stuff. Right. So, yeah. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to jump that far. No, no, no problem. <laughs> so I'm probably going to end up picking that up just because I think it just looks nice, aesthetically pleasing yeah, to the I, eye. And see how, see I heard, how it goes. I heard that the graphics are like ridiculously good for IG, a Wii U game, at least. Yeah, IGN had an article titled like "It has the best pair lemons." Graphic. Yeah, yeah, the lemons. Yeah, the lemons look amazing. Yeah, I saw the same thing. <laughs> Got to check that out. I know, but didn't that come, didn't that article come out like a month ago? Because I was like, why are they talking about lemons? I was really confused. It was, and I was not very. I bet I thought that it came out so much earlier than the game was. At all. I don't know. Just my thoughts. All right. So what else? What else? What what, what do you guys feel about Destiny? Picking up that new expansion? It's just a grind fest. I, I, whenever I got you and I, Luke and I, you, you, Luke. Yes. And I, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not used to having another person on here, but you and I, we played the first, like just, uh, basically destiny vanilla for all the minecrafters out there like the original 
No, nothing extra. And we played it a little bit, but whenever I got my PlayStation, because it came for free, but I would never have paid money for that thing. And I do know there's a lot of people that are very interested in it, but that's sort of like type of game. I don't know. I would much rather just play Halo on single player or co-op than do anything to do with that game. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you said. No, yeah. Um, so Vanilla Destiny, like I was, when it first came out, it, like it had a lot of flaws, but I got like a fairly high level just because I just got kind of addicted to it. I'm like, oh, I'm this close to like getting my first like exotic armor and then like I can upgrade my light or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm this close to leveling up this faction to grab the next thing to like get to the higher level. And then eventually I realized as I kept leveling up, the only thing it was useful for is to do like um, uh, the raids, you know, get to high level gear so you can actually get into the raid. And, you know, the only person I knew playing was like you and like one other person. And back then, you know, I worked uh, nights. I worked a lot of hours, so it's always, you know, it's never really on at the same time as other people, and they don't have raid matchmaking. So I was like, well, there's no point in doing this, so I just stopped. Um, and I actually did pick up the Taken King because uh, it got a lot of you great did? reviews. Yeah, and it actually, it actually fixed a lot of stuff. It made, the, it made the, the base game, you know, going through missions, going through different storylines uh, a lot, you know, more intuitive. Um, it actually fleshed out the story a little bit, had, you know, great cutscenes and, and, uh, voice acting and stuff like that. Cause before the story was like completely non-existent, like the, you had no idea what you were doing or who these people were or whatever. And it fleshed that out a bit. But, um, and then, uh, you know, I finished like the, the campaign of the Taken King and then it got to that same level. You're just, you're just grinding for better gear to get into the raid. It's like, well, I'm not going to be able to, to do that unless I, you know, go to the looking for group stuff. And I, I was like, I don't feel like messing with that. So that was the same kind of deal. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, go ahead. The sad part to the whole thing is that I, I was just like you, where I was like, oh, I'm so close to, like, leveling up or whatever it's called in Destiny. I don't even know. But, I like, I would see my little bar, and it would get so close, and I'd be like, oh, my God, I, mean, I might as well just keep playing it until I rank up or whatever. And that kept happening over and over and over again to where I did get addicted. But then I picked up a game called Assassin's Creed Unity, and I didn't care about Destiny anymore. And I also didn't care about Assassin's Creed anymore because <laughs> that was bad. I was hoping that was coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only reason why I did was I was interested in the French Renaissance. But then I was just like, this is, I mean, revolution, not Renaissance. And I was like, this is, this is, I was glitching through walls and I gave up after that but a game that was absolutely broken got me away from destiny i in my mind i just i, I don't like that i think it's kind of pathetic also nobody can tell me what the story was in destiny vanilla without me getting bored yeah and it's it's like that game is either just soul crushingly boring or you just go from point a to point b kill some stuff and then you wait in your spaceship for the stuff to load you just repeat that over and over and over again. But then you got a, a lot of people are just like head over heels, you know, playing it all the time. And I'm like, I, I just don't get it. I don't understand it at all. But I will say this. I, I just remembered it whenever you told me that. That Destiny is the very first game to make me realize that the people that work at GameStop have no idea what they're talking about. Yep. Because the lady was the 
the chick that was at GameStop at the time. She was just like, oh, are you getting Destiny? I was like, no. Why would I do that? It's stupid. <laughs> it's not. It's going to be garbage. She was just like, I bet it's going to change the way we play. She, she was like, I bet it's going to change the way we play games forever. I was like, you really you mucked up. You really should not have said that. I mean, like, if, it, just if it was executed no. well, if, if it was executed well, exactly, but, it could have. But you know. Right. But... I don't know. She said she said the same thing about the division <laughs> too. For the record, <laughs> well, I mean the fact that the division came out, you know, is a testament. Destiny was doing some things right, you know, right. Set I a stand. Yeah, it's it's doing very good by having online interactions. Congratulations, you know. As much as I hate to give Buckman credit, CS:GO never did that before. <laughs> Stuff like my, that. See, my problem with the. Uh, with the new Destiny expansion, is I feel like man, if you're gonna put something out after what when when Taken King came out, September 15, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Like a year ago, yeah. So this is a year later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there if there's people finishing this thing that took you a year to make, you know, in hours time, that's yeah. I feel like that's a humongous problem, man. Yeah, you probably failed. <laughs> and then that's- you can't have. You just can't have people waiting that long for not enough. And that's been happening with Destiny since it came out. You know, the yeah. the first one's campaign was super short. The first two expansions, had, you know, they had, like, two missions and a raid. So, you know, people played the raid a lot, but those, you know, you finish the, the missions, you know, in a sitting. You know, even though Taken King, I enjoyed Taken King. I was surprised by how well it improved what Destiny did. Like, it did not take me long to finish the content. Um, so it's it's just... They need. I think they need to get like other teams involved or something to like make the expansions for them or, or something. They, they need. Bungie just needs to. Is it Bungie still? Yeah. I, yes. I, I, okay. I didn't know if they like added somebody or switched it up because that happens all the time. But um, yeah, they do. They need to get another company involved. Be like, try to help us out. Take it to a whole another area or just put a nice little mix on it. Spin whatever. Yeah. Or just look at what, you know, MMOs, like successful MMOs exactly. are doing, you know, build off of them. You know, World of Warcraft builds off EverQuest. Like, you know, help yourself out. It's all there. Everything's already there. Yeah. You know. I agree. Or they just got to put out I mean, content that people, m- more replayable stuff, not just one raid, but like more things that are more replayable. Right. Right. Now, did you get- make... Maybe make PvP relevant in some kind of way because yeah, I exactly. feel like I feel like you just went in there for zero purpose. Yes, at all. exactly. <laughs> just felt just felt so clunky. I just, just got one of like, the ah. trophies. One of the trophies was like do like ten crucible matches or something like that. It was like super easy. And I'm pretty sure like it, if there was if it was ten, I don't know. But I was really close to completing it, and I was just like, I'm done. I don't care. I got like eight <laughs> matches into it. I was like, I don't want the trophy that much. Yeah. I whatever. Now, did that, you guys play the division at all? No. Oh man, let me tell you. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh man, here's my experience with the division, man. Waiting about because they they set trailers out for that thing years in advance. Yeah, that first trailer came out so long ago. I was in Georgia, new to Georgia, watching videos. I mean, I was so blown away. I was so ready for that game. Comes out, I grab it for PC, which apparently is where you know that's when I started kind of getting fed up with all these 
just terrible ports. You know, they, they do all this work for the console player and then the PC guy gets shafted every time, which is weird to me. (laughs) (laughs) It is. And I load this game up. I'm, you know, I'm like 20 minutes into this thing and I see a, a group of thugs like loading something into a truck and I, I start shooting at them. Oh, my gun's not making sounds, and they're just loading up, you know, like every old normal day. And so I was like, okay, see, that's, you know, I don't know what to do now. I'm in an MMO where I'm just, I'm walking around and nothing's happening. <laughs> you know, I reboot it, and I can't find quests. It was it was a disaster for me. It broke my heart. Broke my heart. I think that Ubisoft just needs to stop. <laughs> yeah. I really, I do. I mean, like it just came out this like last week or something. I don't remember. Recently, it came out how they were going to support the NX, and honestly, deep down inside, I was just like, no, don't, please don't, just don't stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they put like Assassin's Creed on it, it'll get. Hopefully, people get more interested. You know, I I see that if they do Assassin's Creed right, I mean this next one. Honestly, though, the game that I think looks their best in their lineup because they don't really have much coming out is Watch Dogs Two. Actually, looks pretty mm-hmm. good. Like I heard, I just listened to a podcast where they were talking about like how they played the game and like they were doing some crazy things with it. It's basically Grand Theft Auto with hacking, which honestly sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. But. That's great, just but it's Ubisoft. They're gonna find a way to muck it up. They're just gonna be like, I don't know. They'll put out, they'll put out some stupid, ridiculous thing that like, I don't know. They always do. They like they have a good thing going, and then they're like, they'll be like, oh yeah, you can only play this on UPlay and not on Steam. And it's like, uh-huh. well, that's stupid. Why would you do that? Like it's they they kill themselves over time. It's so a different those world. Servers. Apparently, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I give up. Uh, I, I got high hopes for Watch Dogs 2. It looks good. Impressions have been good. Watch Dogs 1, like, I was super hyped for it before I played it, and it's just one of the most forgettable games ever. Like, it's you know, just so bland. You know who also said that that was going to be a good, di- good game? The GameStop chick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it had, hey, now it had some decent... <laughs> it had some cool multiplayer, man. Yeah, I mean, when yeah. you're sitting in your car hacking somebody, and they're you know you're watching them scramble around, looking in windows, trying to find you. That was cool. Man. Yes, yes, it that, was, was, that, was, that. that was dope. That was, I mean, yes, that was a nice little take and stuff. But I, my thing is, is that you, I really don't know what to say here. Really, I just, <laughs> I just. All that I'm going to say is GameCube. I mean, uh, GameStop lady was wrong. And oh, this I, guy in his GameStop. Oh, yeah. Dude, I hate GameStop. So Here much. comes the train. <laughs> I'm done. I'm They're done nice stores and they sell uh, things. No, they, they, they aren't really nice stores. I'm pretty sure that it's just this one just had a bunch of idiots. That's all. Moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the one thing that will turn Ubisoft around and change their fortunes is if they remake Splinter Cell. That's the oh, one man. thing I want to see so much. I agree. And especially, you know, they need to come out with, like, 
I remember what was it? Uh, Pandora Tomorrow. Yeah. That one was an awesome one. And then I remember whenever that came out, and me, you, you and I being Metal Gear fanboys like crazy, I was like, this could be awesome. And it takes a lot for me to say that. Well, in the Splinter Cell realm of things. Yeah. But I that one and like Chaos Theory, I think was the other one. I remember whenever them two came out, and I was I was blown away by them. Yeah, yeah. But ever since that, I was kind of. I think they they need to remake them, put like HD graphics in that thing, and put on current gen. That would be kind of awesome. Well, I want them to like make a whole new one and like bring it back to the like because it's the first one, Pandora Tomorrow, Chaos Theory. Like you're, um, you know, a secret agent, and like the other ones, you you are like a rogue agent or something, and and it just kind of yeah, brings up this like, whole thing. Like the OG ones, the way that was, update that, make it look super nice. And what was so mm-hmm. cool is like, we, yeah, we love Metal Gear, but this is like really realistic. And like, you get shot, right. you're dead, you know. Um, and there's not a lot of stealth games like that these days. So if they utilize this new technology to crawl around the shadows and use night vision stuff like that, I think it'd be really good. I'm sorry, I'm a bad podcastist. No, you know it would make you a better podcast. You don't even have to point it out. No, I'm, I'm oh, just kidding. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be a dick. I don't care. No, I, I probably shouldn't have pointed it out, but I like pointing out the obvious mess-ups in life. <laughs> just Forget own it. it. Just got to own it. It was my that was my wake-up alarm for some random reason. Oh, man, you got to wake up now? Not apparently. Damn. I don't know. It's this new phone, dude. I don't know how to work it. I'm still trying to figure it out. Well, that sounds like a personal problem. It does indeed. It's it, it's the reason why I haven't been playing games. I've just been too busy trying to figure out how to get everything where I want it again. Whatever, not important. Moving on. So they uh, they revealed the first evolution of the three starter Pokemon and Pokemon Sun and Moon. You folks had Thank a God. chance to uh, view these evolutions. Absolutely. Let's talk about this because I am so excited about <laughs> these. I'm not not exactly about the Pokemon. I'm not going to lie because they look kind of weird. I'm not. I'm a fan of know. the owl, the the grass type owl thing. It's kind of looks funky. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, and then Dartrix. Dartrix. Don't know where you're getting that. That's the evolution. I'm on the official oh, 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 Pokemon oh. website. <laughs> Pokemon.com. Because I was like... I thought I you were going like, to the next what? one. I was like... <laughs> the reason why... I had to come to the website because I was like, I know I'm going to have to end up pronouncing these. And it's going to... I don't really want to mess it all up. And then the <laughs> next... For Litten, the evolution is Cat, and, and then for Pop-Yo, it's Brony. Brony? Brony? Let's hope it's, not. B R I O N N E. Oh, that's Brony. way too close to Brony. Brony. Like a, like a exactly like a My Little Pony. Uh, Pop Leo's out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you I'm know, sorry. like he's out of my book anyway. Everybody said that, but then like he took. I don't know. They actually had like um uh, maybe it was a Twitter poll. They had a poll out and. Apparently, Poplio was like bottom of the barrel on this thing. So <laughs> he was—he's been out from the beginning. I'm pretty sure. But I mean, whatever. The point is, is that this game is going to be amazing, and I can't wait. Yeah, it does look very good. Like, are you uh, interested in Pokemon, there, Luke? Yeah, I mean, it's—they're good games. Um, 
And I've actually I've, have you played the recent ones? I played Black and White two. Um, so not the recent ones. Well, no, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> so I played that for maybe like ten hours or so. Um, I I have I, for, I honestly forget if it's X or Y, but I have one of those. And then I got Omega Red because I was nostalgic for um, Ruby. Yeah, Ruby and Sapphire. Omega Ruby. Yeah, whatever. And then I I started that up one time um, when I went and visited home, and then I was you know I had some downtime in between going to like family functions or whatever. And I started that up, and then never went back to it. I, I need to check them out, um, the recent stuff, because uh, back in the day, I was kind of actually when it came out, I was disappointed by Ruby and Sapphire, but it, I got the mm-hmm. nostalgia for it. But like uh, when Diamond and Pearl came out, I think I thought those had a lot of great enhancements and really pushed it forward. And yeah. um, I, I need to give those games a shot. And I just it just been sitting in the backlog. You know, the backlog's like DNA strand length, so uh, it right. might be a little while. Dude, I, yeah, that's what my issue is. But I'm also trying to have a competition with my wife, where we we start the game at the same time and see who can. Uh, I don't really want to say create, but uh, create the best Pokemon <laughs> to win in battle. I I didn't have any other word for it. For but, whenever uh, something comes out. Yeah, dude, because it's oh, awesome. Nice. They're com- they're coming out with the the demo. On the 18th, so I think it's the 18th. I'm pretty sure because they, uh, yeah, I'm almost positive it's the 18th. Um, yeah, it's coming out with the demo, and then there, I don't know. I feel like this one with the 20th anniversary stuff and everything else, they really are gonna push it, push this one, and it's gonna be awesome. And I can't wait. For sure. I think just like the environment just looks cool. being on a you know Hawaii esque island, right. just be a pleasing area to be in. Mm-hmm. I just make you dream of oh, summer yeah. in, in the dead of winter. So <laughs> I, actually, it might be kind of depressing, but oh well. <laughs> they, I'm just, I'm. They've said a lot of things that are really cryptic too, like how they said um, they were 12 hours apart and stuff, which. I mean, it's not that's not cryptic, but then whenever you think about it, so if your point, let's say you have sun, and sun is twelve hours apart from moon, so then does that mean that like, I don't know, I, I'm just I'm trying to figure out how that's going to work with evolutions and everything like that, but that's getting into like very specifics, and I feel like we should have a Pokemon. Wait, so like if if, if you started both of them at the same time, they would be like 12 hours different in game time or something like that. Yeah. That, that's what I'm trying to like. They just said that they're 12 hours apart. They didn't really elaborate on this, but okay. yeah, they're so like one will be take place in the AM and one will take place in the PM. And then, but now does that mean that you're always in the AM or you're always in the PM? And if so, then uh, there's some Pokemon like for instance, um, uh, Espeon and Umbreon, they, depending on which one you get, depends on which, what time you evolve Eevee. So it's like, do you need to have the other game in order to get a certain one? Or how does that work? Do you just need to wait? And they're just always, one's always in the AM. I mean, one is, they're always 12 hours apart to where like... That's I don't weird. know. Does that make sense? I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. There's a lot of weird things like where people are still people are still wondering about the freaking uh, truck. There was a truck drawing, and people now think that you may be able to drive. Oh yeah, when from they first announced it. 
Yeah. They showed the truck. And I was like, there's a truck in the in X and Y and you never drove it. But whatever. The the one thing that I do have a problem with, and that's I'm sorry, but we're getting back into like very specific things, is that they're like it's starting to feel like okay, so in X and Y, Buckman, did you play X or Y? Yep. Okay, so you know the the Meg evolutions, right? Right. With the bracelet. Mm-hmm. Is it a bracelet or is it a ring? It doesn't matter. It was a bracelet. Yeah, it was a bracelet, right? Yeah. So you but now they have the Z moves, which is also a bracelet. So by the time these by the time Pokemon's <laughs> over, your entire arm is just gonna be loaded with bracelets to do a million different things. So I don't know if they're just trying to get rid of Mega Evolutions, because that was theorized. Because they like there there's a lot of Pokemon that they need to go back to give Mega Evolutions to and it's it gets complicated. But now they're trying to replace them with Z moves, and then the Z moves are kind of weird because like they dance. I don't know. It's really weird, but this, I'm interested to see how they pull it off. Just saying. Maybe it'll just be iced out. Next is <laughs> chains, you know, <laughs> rings, and we're just maybe full nine, man. <laughs> Earrings, bracelets. Eventually, like we'll be like 20 years down the road, and Pokemon will be like, "Oh yeah, you need a special ankle bracelet, also known as an anklet." No, 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 no anklets. You need like a flat bill cap and like sunglasses. There, it is. for for mega evolutions or giga evolutions or whatever's coming. <laughs> Just next. even think about it. Yeah. <laughs> you need a flat bill hat. Yeah, with a, a pokeball on it. And sun, my favorite part is the sunglasses because, like, if it's dark, you just can't evolve them. <laughs> yeah, that's hard mode. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm just interested to see what they do, and I really want their new 3DS because that thing looks awesome. The the black one with the engraving, yeah, like, it, dude. It, so it, it looks awesome. I think my the, wife doesn't my wife doesn't know it yet, but I'm trading in her pink DS to get it. Nice. She's gonna have well, to deal. Don't do that. Why her, not? Don't do that against her will. She what? She doesn't know won't hurt her. Okay, let me know how that goes. But um, it'll be. Probably divorce. <laughs> oh, but I, I think oh. I've, I've mentioned to you before. Like I kind of have a, a little bit of a collection of DS consoles going. So every time they announce a special one, I think about picking it up. I still might get that one because it, it looks it's clean. It's a little simple. I really like it. I think it's one of the better looking ones. I really wanted the um uh the Super NES one, but they came out. But it was Japan only. Yeah, that, that one was amazing. Oh man, yeah, I, God dang. Right. But I do have a couple of friends that are going to Japan. Maybe I can get them to get me one. I'm Maybe. sure they're just inventing machines along the street. They just yeah. hand them to you as you as you exit the airport. Yeah. Welcome do you remember? What, do you remember whenever Electronic Gaming Monthly said how, what? Maybe it was them. I'm not sure. But somebody said how they they saw a dirty underwear machine. That's not. We don't need machine. to get into that conversation right now. Right. I'm That's, just saying. I thought it was weird. Might be off topic. Japan no, is a very interesting <laughs> culture, different from the rest of the world. So it's uh, worth it to visit it and see the difference. It may involve strange vending machines. It may not. Who knows? <laughs> Mayonnaise on pizzas. Oh man! When I went to Chicago for uh, Riot Fest, uh, when we were walking back from the from the venue, uh, me and Nick were talking about 
or me and Nick and our friend Andres were talking about like speaking different languages, and then this guy in front of us randomly uh, started talking about how it, um, he knew Japanese and recently visited Japan. So it, anyway, it was cool. It wasn't like a crazy story. He was just there, but yeah. Oh, I thought that was going somewhere. Not really. But anyway. Next topic. All right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Buckman, I understand that you are uh, a fan of the PC gaming, uh, perhaps some of the, right. the eSports. Um, he right. prefers e- PC elitist. No, Ma- shut up. <laughs> Master Race? No, I'm sorry. It's going too far. But um, I don't know. What, what's, what are some of uh, your favorite games that are, that are popular amongst like, the eSports crowd? Uh, right now, obviously, League is pretty dominant still league of legends yeah still massive you know right now we're in we're in the middle of worlds we got you know teams all over the world playing to be the best you know korea's kind of taking that like they always do but na's giving them a go this year um counter-strike also in a world's championship um those are the those are the two big i follow i know that um Gears is starting to pick back up again. Actually, there's uh, a yeah, that's that's really weird. Gears of yep, War. There's yep. Gears oh, of shit. War. Yep. They're coming. They think they just did. They just did a tor- uh, tournament. There's actually yeah people that still go hard on Gears, man. They're like getting really big into it too. Yep. What what I are they playing? Like one, two, or three? Or, or the- there was three, and I believe right now, I don't want to say. But I believe they were playing um, four. Like there was a tournament. Yeah, yeah. like they a pre-release kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, because they came out with the beta, the multiplayer beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. I'm pretty sure they were playing that. Cool. Yeah, it actually looks pretty good. I might pick that up. Yeah, I actually. Yeah, I'm gonna pick that up next week when that comes out. Um, uh, one thing Gears had above other shooters is that it has it like that more horror element, and it kind of plays like Resident Evil Four little bit so it always had a little bit of a soft spot in my heart right um so it's, that it, just playing it at like friends house and stuff horde mode that's what my yeah the nostalgia from that i really want to i've always been a fan of gears new yeah, horde if you really good if you talk to anyone that's you know says they've played like multiplayer gears of war they were normally pretty damn good at it those guys they go in man <laughs> You gotta love that chainsaw to the face action. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so uh, you mentioned League. What, uh, as as someone who doesn't play MOBAs at all, like what separates uh, League from Dota, or like, or is there specific reasons why you like League more than Dota or other MOBAs? Uh, I think I was just introduced to League first, and I learned so much about it that I mean, Dota Dota is such a different game completely it almost i mean it's it's the exact same type of game you know it's almost set up the exact same type of way but it is a world of difference so i mean i've played some dota but you know i just fall back to what i'm at least decent at right so but they're they're i mean they're very similar you know some say you know the tryhards play dota you know the kids play league but it's just a different beast Okay. And uh, what, what kind of uh, do, you, do you prefer to build your own PCs, or do you have a preferred manufacturer? Or, um, I don't know how. To, what's your preference on that? Um, I went to. I got hooked up with iBuyPower, man. Oh yeah. They they did me. Yep. 
I mean, I just I built it all there, and then they they made it and sent it. Now, um, I've looked at that before, and what worries me is like, do you, do you just have to study this stuff to know like, is this power supply going to be enough for what I've got? I don't want my shit to overheat or like break whenever I try to turn it on or something like that. I don't know. I guess right. I'm guessing there's a lot of resources online if I dig into that. Yeah, there is. That's that's pretty much you know. There was some. I mean, some things I know, but you know, for the power supply and things, there's because that that threw me off a little. I wanted to make sure I didn't you know overpower, and and that's all. Love. There's like forums for all this stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. it was pretty easy. Okay. Because and it usually like they'll make sure that you pick the part that is compatible and able to go with it. Okay. Like right. I I know. Uh, pc part picker like yeah, wherever yeah, it has everything on there and then as soon as you say like oh i want this like it takes all the options that are not compatible with that option and takes it away to where you can't choose it i don't know if that interests you but i'm saying like that kind of i'll need to check that gets out. rid of that really and if we're going if we're on the topic of like what you want in a pc like you just have to find the brand that you really like bugman knows more than me about this stuff but i'm just saying like like me i really like the the brand that i got my computer for they were the they're the company that i prefer so that's what i went with i know bugman is a big um asus right asus yeah he loves asus i'm more of an msi guy so i prefer msi i'll pick him like motherboard for instance he picked an asus motherboard and i picked an msi motherboard because that's what i prefer and it's just like you just have to fill them out to figure out which kind you want that's really it and what and what they each offer okay and, I and as long as it, as long as it's got two graphics cards, right to go to. Shut up. <laughs> I, so whenever I was planning, thinking about building my PC, dude, I was like, I'm gonna like I. You remember Attack of the Show? Luke? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like how they made the one where they were just like, yeah, we're gonna put two graphics cards in this thing. And I was like, <laughs> dude, I want a computer. Like, how awesome would it be to have two graphics cards in a computer? Like two 1080s. In a computer, that would be my mind is blown. But at the same, expensive at that point, though. Yeah, I know that. But at the time, my budget was three thousand. Like I had plenty of money for it. But then I decided that I don't actually have three (laughs) thousand. Yeah, I think I think I'm trying to aim for two G's. Because it would be that'll get you. You'll be good with that, man. Dude, yeah, Yeah. my mine cost me eighteen. Like and mine puts out at 4K. I mean, it's not obviously it's it's nothing like ridiculous, but it puts out at 4K. Has an 860. Like I'm good for a while. Yeah. And it it was only ten, uh, 18. I mean, Bugman's set for pretty much life right now, so he can screw off basically. Because <laughs> I don't want to have to like get another one like in a year or like you know you can upgrade it. I don't want to have to upgrade my shit like not too long from now because i was like i was this close to getting one for like eleven hundred dollars and i ended up backing out because like i just want to save up a little bit more money and and you know get a 1080 get get this stuff that i actually want that's going to last that's what i'm aiming for now just need to play that dark souls in 60 frames oh hell yeah (laughs) so well that brings us to something else i just thought about that i'd like to talk about buckman what's your favorite dark souls game my favorite okay well I'm I'm a bit of a, a a novice, right? Because one one didn't I didn't feel one like I did I really didn't feel it. I don't know what it was. 
And then two, I got into it like in the latter days of two into three. Yeah. So I played like a lot of three and three was like phenomenal for me because I was feeling it. It looked really good, which, you yeah. know, one was, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, three just it played smooth. It looked really good. I mean, I love three a lot. Two was good as well. One, I honestly did not play that much. I just I couldn't feel it as much. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I got to say one's my favorite, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which. I don't know the the art style from two kind of threw me off. I thought it was like if it, it had like a kind of Scottish like vibe to right, it, right? Which is weird, and I I don't know because I I had played Demon Souls f- first actually, and that like looked mm-hmm. even more jank than Dark Souls one. It had even more jank <laughs> animations. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I don't know maybe D Souls one like that kind of smoothed that out for me. And man, oh man, I that's one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, but. Um, you know, it's interesting you say that because like Diesel's three kind of bites off of the first one's motif a lot and goes back to old characters and old locations and things like that, and like the lore kind of continues. So it's kind of interesting. But oh man, they're all so amazing. They're all just so damn good. Oh man, I love yeah, I love finally you know chewing through a boss yes. and being done with it. You're like yes, I'm finally you know it's always a huge achievement just yeah. making any progress in those games. Yeah, and. Um, two like I started off not feeling it as much, but once you get to like the latter half of the game, or maybe like the last like three quarters, it's it's really good. And there's what I liked about two a lot was that there's um, a lot of just really badass bosses that are just like big warrior type guys, and you're just like mm-hmm. in these duels with them, you know. And like I I played strength, and I always had like a great sword, so it, it just felt like a very physical, you oh, know, yeah. uh, duel with with uh, these bosses and you got you got to learn all their little intricacies and their tells and everything like that and when you finally defeat them it's just like this huge accomplishment and it makes you into a better person because you have to be patient and like (laughs) oh yeah yeah you you become a better person by defeating these games yeah so i love cracking through those games man so good so good Uh, i have bloodborne just saying Uh, not very far in it and neither am I. That's that's going to be soon on the bucket list or the the backlog to to do. I, yeah, I honestly like my my next game. I'm still trying to beat Fallout Four. Like, I mean, okay, I beat it. I'm saying like the DLC and stuff. But I I have that on my backlog, and um, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yeah, like I really I really need to beat that too because i barely started that sadly and it's been out for december it'll be a year yep god dang that's pathetic i actually need to start it <laughs> but man <laughs> do you have it yeah i so i bought it and then um the the special edition like it sold out pretty quick and i thought it looked really cool but it's like i don't know if i if i'm a fan of this game or not and then i ended up it, it came back up on amazon and i ended up buying that too just because it looked really cool, mm-hmm. but um, it heard a lot of great things about that. Eight uh, four play, or eight four the company translated it, which features some dudes that used to write for Electronic Gaming Monthly, and they have an awesome podcast called Eight Four Play. Um, so just supported them by by buying that. But love JRPGs, and they say it's like one of the best JRPGs in recent times. So I need to give that a shot as well at some point. 
Speaking of Japanese things, Japanesey things. So, um, did you hear that uh, Police Knots has been redone in English and is available on the PC? Is that official or is that a fan version? No, there was it was Kotaku put it out there. It was not from. I haven't like looked into it. I just know that it was done. And it was the Sega Saturn edition, and from what I'm understanding, it was like they want he they did it. Whoever did it, they like really wanted to do it correctly. So if it is a fan one, it's like official caliber translation. Hell yeah! I don't know. Yeah, I'm like no joke. As soon as we get done with this, actually, I'm gonna download that. That's awesome. That's awesome that we got a chance to play that in English for the Kojima game. I'm not gonna lie. I've, I mean, I know that there's been a couple of other fan translations, but like, I don't know. They they were hard to find, so it's nice that everything for this one is should be in one place. And hopefully, that's easy to like play. Hopefully, it's easy to like in, install or however you do it. If it's like unofficial uh-huh. or like an emulator or something. Yeah, that's. Hopefully, it's not too hard. Yeah. Like I said, I'll I'll let you know on next week's podcast. Yeah, come back to that. That is. Um, and, and it's interesting that you mentioned that because um, uh, they actually recently announced that uh, the silver case is finally getting translated into English and coming to PC. And that's one of Suda51's first games. I think that was like the first game that he like fully directed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, famous Suda51, famous for Killer7 and No More Heroes. So we may uh, be getting into that in the lesser known later on here in a bit. But uh, that's dope that these, uh, these older Jeez. games that have been lost in the annals of Japanese gaming history from the <laughs> stateside. Oh. Thank God. So what else? What else? And what else? When does Persona 5 come out? Uh, February 14th, 2017. Okay. My single most hype game right now. Bar none. I, I've been looking into it after the debacle from me not commenting on my cousin's text message quick enough. And him freaking out because he pre-ordered Persona 5. I was like, I don't really care. Did he get the special edition? I don't know. I didn't ask him. Like I said, he got mad at me because I didn't reply within the first 10 minutes of the text message. I got the special edition pre-ordered. I think it's still available, so that's that's dope. I think I might I buy like it you- again on PS3 just because it's probably going to be one of the last PS3 games released and just for the novelty. But have you? did you play Persona, any of, any of the other ones? Either of you guys? No, no, but I'm... After, like I said, after looking into the review, I mean, the um, uh, trailers and stuff like that, which I've seen them before, but like now I've actually been like, hey, everybody keeps hyping this up. Maybe there is something good here. I mean, I'm sure that there is, but you know what I mean. Oh. Bugman, you play? Oh, you? I, I have not, my friend. <laughs> I have not. That's oh, unfortunate. Um, I, oh, that's... Well, either of those games, I was going to include that as one of my lesser known um, contributions here in the next couple of weeks, but like I'm just, all I'm going to leave at it is this: both those games, Persona Three, I finished with like 70 hours, and Persona Four Golden, which the Golden version has a few extra dungeons, so that was like 100 hours. Both those games, as soon as I finished them, I just want to fucking start them again. Like that's yeah. how much I love them. I was like, I want to go back in because you can do New Game Plus with like all your skills that you had and and, and your mm-hmm. demons and stuff. And I was like, I, I'm insane. Like I need to play other games. But those games are so good. So good. You're getting so excited right yeah. now. Yeah. And it, um, <laughs> this, is, this is what I heard from, like, reviews and people online 
and I was like, these games look weird as hell. They're anime, and is it like a dating simulator uh-huh. and stuff? And it's it's not like <laughs> yeah, it's not perverse. It's not like um, you know a hentai game or anything like that. It's just very anime and Japanese focused. And I remember I loaded up Persona Three, and there's like this song in Japanese, like a J-pop song, with this anime cutscene. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And <laughs> By the end of the game, man, you're just, you're singing along like you're you're all into it. At least I, <laughs> at least I was. Oh, they, they are so good. Some of my favorite RPGs of all time, and they're they're like PS2 games. Four was ported to the Vita, so they don't like look that great. They got great art styles, but it's like they're old games. It's just it's just funny to go from playing Persona Four to like then buying uh, Fallout Four later that year. It's like a night and day thing, but they're amazing games. We'll talk about more about that more at a later date. Um, one thing I did want to touch on this week, just based on the timing of when we're recording this, is a uh, PlayStation VR. Because um, we're recording this the week before it comes out, and I do have one pre-ordered at a local GameStop. So hopefully the people that I pre-ordered it with knew what they were doing and got it <laughs> got it right. So um, next week I'll be able to actually give some um, actual impressions. But um, I was wondering what you guys you're looking forward to the PSVR any games that catch your eye or. I think it's just going to be gimmick. Uh, gimmick. I hate to say it, but I, I think that because I don't. I think that this is bad, but I really think that companies need to stop trying to change the way we play games. It should. It's. I feel like it has been. You have a controller in your hand. And you sit there and you look at a screen and you use that controller, keyboard, mouse, whatever you want to say, peripheral. You use those to play the game. Not, you, not a Wii mode where you go, <laughs> like, okay, yeah, that's, that was fun for a couple of years. And, and, and then it stopped. And I feel like the same thing is going to happen with VR where people are going to be like, you know what? This is fun. But I'm starting to get a little too motion sick, so let's let's put this away. We'll bring it back out later. They'll forget about it. Next generation comes out, and then it's lost in your closet forever. Hmm. And yeah, my personal opinion. You know, I'm afraid that's that's how things may turn out, especially given how uh, Oculus and Vive have really kind of gone off the radar. But right, I don't know. I got I got hope for it. Um, I mean, I think it's interesting. It's I do I want one? Yes. Do I want to pay the money for it? No. That's really the issue. Yeah, and right now it's the cheapest of the options. So, and I mean, this right. is this is the first wave of consumer VR stuff. This is you know the very ground level. So I'm sure as time goes on, we're going to get cheaper headsets as the technology gets cheaper and things like that. That more people can can buy in. But uh, for me. The one reason I really, really wanted PSVR right away is there's... It actually, for, for me, had a great launch lineup of three games that I cannot wait to play. That's uh, Thumper, which is like a... They call it a rhythm violence game, which looks insane. Um, Super Hypercube, which is a puzzle game. Um, mm-hmm. I love puzzle games, so definitely down for that. Both of those have been reviewing very well. And then finally, Res Infinite, most of all. Um, Res is a crazy game. Uh, last week... Uh, my lesser known was Luminous, so I'm a fan of Mizuguchi's work, Tetsuya Mizuguchi. So he's bringing back Res, and and you know, I remember reading about Res in EGM back in like 01, 02, and to think about it, 
putting it in VR just it just makes so much sense because you're just a guy floating around in space yeah. and stuff like that. It just it just seems like the way it was meant to be played, like originally, and it's such a trippy trippy game with you know excellent music. So I, re- I cannot wait to play that. And you know, going forward, there really isn't much in the pipeline at all for Resident t- Evil Seven. It's uh, really deep. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you still have like Fallout and yeah, uh, Fallout VR and Skyrim VR, but like. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be. I don't. Okay. I don't want to say I don't want to be that immersed in it, but at the same, like, it'll be interesting for a couple hours. And now I'll be like, all right, let me take this off and play it the normal way because I'm not going to look like an idiot. And I don't. I don't know. It's just, it's just the natural way. I just hope that. It's it's a good supplement because it's it's not going to replace traditional gaming by any means. That, but I think if we have like a really cool small game that's like a, a smaller experience come out every now and then to help support it, and really I right. think I think what uh, VR is gonna what's really gonna give it legs is like the non gaming applications. Like if you can like instead of doing this this call over Skype, what if we could have like a VR type thing, or what if you could watch a concert in VR and then like. You don't have yeah, to that, actually go to a concert or things like that. That and I agree that like that would be that I agree with you one hundred percent. That is what will keep it going in my in my mind. That's what will keep it going. You be able to watch a movie in VR every once in a while, like not every time. I don't want to do that every time. But like, <laughs> yeah. go to a concert, you know, and just well, not go to the concert, but sit in your room in your house. And put on the VR, the headset, and be at a concert. That's kind of awesome, honestly. I, f- I feel like if they um, if they make their games to to cater to those extra you know senses you're kind of getting, they don't just try to you know cram down. Hey, check out Destiny in VR. No, I don't want to play it like that. If they just cater and craft their games to you know really capture those different senses i think that's where it needs to be exactly their games those are going to be the experiences that really grab people and yep and are you go ahead i'm sorry are you are you thinking about getting one buckman i not the not the playstation one but i know we talked about getting the uh riff are you still thinking that? Well, you know, I was that one day. I was actually, I was literally on the buy button for yeah, the <laughs> so, Oculus. So, like, Bug, uh, Bugman, just so everybody knows, Bugman is the biggest like compulsive buyer I've ever seen. Oh, this is the same guy that spent, that bought a brand new phone outright, outright. Just to play Pokemon Go. Two. And not only did he... Yeah, he bought two phones. One for him and his wife. Two phones! I wouldn't be allowed to play with it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty bad at, at that, too. Because I have the Elite Xbox controller. And then I bought... I think it just looks cool. And I bought the Dude, Gears... Dude, just bought one, actually. <laughs> and then I just bought the Gears 4 limited Elite controller. I, I bought it when it got announced, and that just came in. And that looks pretty dope. It's just oh, nice yeah. to have these things. I'm not even gonna like use them that much. They just look I cool. saw the I saw the Gears Xbox One S. That looked pretty awesome. The designs and stuff on yeah. it. I thought about getting that. The but Gears that, Xboxes are always 
pretty yeah, ball. Yeah, actually. I remember the 360 was nasty, man. <laughs> that nice, like, bold blood red. Just, oh, just looks yeah. awesome. There, PlayStation doesn't really have any nice-looking, like, consoles. Like, the... They had the, the white... The Uncharted? Or the, the, the Uncharted, Uncharted one, one did look cool. It was... Because it was yeah, simple. It was just a nice shade okay, of blue. The bag. Yeah. And it had the outline. Yeah. The, like, shadow. Yeah, that... Okay, I take that back. They had one nice-looking... <laughs> the, the white PS4 looks nice. See, yeah, I, I agree, but it's just white. Like, it, it looks nice, yes. But you got... Do something else. I mean, I'm sorry to say it, but the Call of Duty one was... Ugly. Yeah, it was not good. The one, I mean, the only other one that I can think of besides the Uncharted one is the um, 40th. Was it the 40th 20th. anniversary? 20th? There's yeah. T- of the PlayStation 1? Yeah, the PlayStation Holy 1. Holy crap, out, I'm not. It came I'm out in 95. Or 90, it came out in 94 yeah. in Japan. Yeah. Man, we're not 50. Dude, I don't know what I was saying. Gaming is a very young medium. We're not at 50 years yet. I know. No, I was thinking like 40 years of Sony or something like that. I don't know. But the point is, is that... That one was super dope. Yeah, I wish I had that one. That that one was awesome, but it also cost an arm and a leg. Well, the the thing is, I looked at it a few months ago on eBay, and they were sitting right at $1,000. And then I looked (sighs) again, and they're up to like twelve or $1,300. So now I'm like, should I get one? Because the the price is going up. And I gotta oh, get it before God, it gets too run. crazy. <laughs> no, but that's that's. See what what you don't know right now is Buckman is literally on eBay looking at him, well, the, and he's pro- his cursor is right on the buy now button. The thing is, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get one because I'm because I would pay thirteen hundred dollars and I would never open it. And at, oh, that, yeah. po- at that point, hell I'm like, no. Yeah, what's I'm, then, I'm, it's a thirteen hundred dollar box. That I'm never exactly. <laughs> just whip out your PS one and then you'll be yeah. okay. Just look at it for a little and be like, there you go. Yeah. I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> it looks nice. Hey, it's the same thing. Yeah. Just doesn't, you know. I had the uh the theme on my PlayStation 4 for a little bit. I don't know if anybody else did that. <laughs> I did for a little bit, but then I went back to the normal one. Yeah, I really didn't like it. Well, actually, still, I think I still have the 20th anniversary theme on my on my Vita. You got him for both. Oh, that'd be pretty awesome. God, the Vita! What a great, what a great underrated system. Oh man, I'm I'm really think, I'm thinking about getting it and just turning it into an emulator. No, 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 no! You don't need to. You don't need to do that because it has such an amazing library. It has all these PS1 classics. It has all these PSP classics. If you like Japanese RPGs and weird Japanese I think games. It's like the single best console. You can have Final Fantasy 1 through 10. For free? No, but... See, that's where the emulators come in. We're we're adults now. We don't have to be stealing things. But anyway, that's... I'm an adult that lives paycheck to paycheck. (laughs) Kinda. Well, anyway. um, But yeah. I... Yeah. So... So wait, so what what do you think I don't know, what what do you think then about the uh what are your hopes for the oh. PlayStation VR? Like what you you get it out of the box and you think you're going to just be blown away by it or are you preparing yourself for disappointment or are you don't? Well, the reason I I took the effort to go out and pre-order, I tried to pre-order on uh 
Amazon, and they had a couple different waves, and I missed out on those. And then I had searched around and was able to find a store that didn't sell out of their pre-orders because, I mean, out here in Iowa, I don't think a lot of people are going to be jonesing for VR right away. They need their <laughs> uh, corn and, and their tractors first. That's what they're pre-ordering. Um, so I was able to get that. And, you and the, pre-order tractors? I don't know. but uh, the, Or corn? Maybe. We'll fact check that and get back to you next week. But, um, you know, just all that I was hearing online, listening to podcasts, watching stuff on YouTube is people like, you got to check out VR. It's going to be crazy. Um, this is the future of gaming. And, you know, we hear that a lot about different things. I don't know. I just kind of bought into it. And, and like I said, it was like those three games that, that I mentioned before, like those are three types of games that I really enjoy. And that's going to be the best way to experience them. And I was able to get that pre-order. So I was like, might as well check it out. I mean, if it sucks, they're going to be hard to find. I could flip it, but right. I don't know. Just think, the, th- the thought of like an E Valkyrie, which I may get. Like you can just yeah, that put the headset awesome, on, actually. and you just like look around your spaceship, and like you're in the cockpit and stuff. Like and then like being there. Uh, I mean, just I think that'd be a really cool experience to have. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so by the time we record next week, it should be out, and I hopefully we'll have a little bit of time to check it out and. Uh, we can have some actual impressions and see if it's a a cop or a flop. Can you uh can you wear the headset on next next week's podcast, please? <laughs> yes, I can. Thank you. That's all funny. I really want in life. That'd be funny. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> I'll, I'll be recording. You guys will be talking about stuff, and I'll just be off in some other world, man. Just, blast. We'll just look over at you and you'll just be looking around and we'll be like, what the hell is he looking at? Come on, or he'll be fucking reprogrammed into a killer. <laughs> like, <laughs> and just goes, oh shit. <laughs> it's a good thing we're not doing this in the same room. This is why, yeah. this is why we do it like this, just right. in case, you know, yeah. you start going ballistic. Yeah, which yeah. I would. Yeah, so if the headset reprograms people into killing machines you guys can call the cops you know right away right but i'm just gonna let it happen actually yeah we're just gonna let you (laughs) i'm just gonna hope you don't hit the computer so we can just keep recording it yeah so it's at least see what you actually do i mean hopefully it'll be the start of it all more than we may get to 35 views by that by that one yeah dude that one will get that'll it'll get 35 at least you know the worst part is i feel like the same because it was decently long and like you don't actually record I okay. This is bad. I apologize. And I should probably say this after the podcast, but then do that. Okay, I'll just We're wait. gonna go ahead and do that. <laughs> okay, so I see where you're going and it's not wise. <laughs> All right, so anyway, that brings us to our final segment of the episode. This is one this one goes out to the games that, you know, they may not got a date to the prom. These are the games <laughs> that they didn't hit with many. But the ones they did hit with, they hit hard. Right in the heart. This one's the lesser known. So I know Dakota, you had a you had a lesser known game you wanted to share this week. Actually it was you that had it. You had it last week and I just said we should do it for this week. Okay. But alright, I'll do it. That's fine. Same difference. So uh yeah, this week's lesser known is uh an amazing game. 
called Killer7. And I know, Luke, you had a huge thing with this game. Yes. So why don't you go ahead and let everybody know exactly how awesome it was? Because I agree with you 100%. So Killer7, I think it's the the masterpiece, the magnum opus of Suda51 and Grasshopper uh, Manufacturer, his company. Um, They're a small Japanese studio that specializes in these really weird niche games but the just the art direction is bar none super unique unforgettable experiences um i think unfortunately their outputs kind of waned after Mm -hmm. killer seven then the no more heroes games and after that it's been kind of whatever but back in the day back in i believe it was oh five when this first released that was you know their heyday it's this game it's the graphics are not good. They're very polygonal. It looks like an N64 game, but they play it off very well. It um, mm-hmm. just the the lo-fi quality just makes it very creepy and and unsettling. And it looks like a comic book. It looks like anime. Um, and it's got all these just weird weird sayings. Characters wearing strange clothes. Or there's like this guy wearing a mask. And every time you see him, he has a T-shirt with like a different catch for like a different phrase. Just a, just random words, and it changes every time you see him. Like, you save the game by talking to, like, a guy in full bondage gear. Um, like, it's, it's, it's so weird, but it's, like, it's, it's not weird for weird sake. It's, it's its own world and its own art direction. And, I don't know, I got so sucked into it. And it's uh, got a very obtuse story. It's hard to get into, but, you know, you can go online and find these uh, really in-depth analyses about what the story actually means. And what's really cool about the game is it's... Um, you play an assassin, and he has multiple personality disorder. So there's actually seven different personas that he has that you swap between. Um, you have to, I believe you have to unlock them, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And um, when you go through the levels, if one dies, you, know, you have to pay to revive them. So, so in the tougher levels, the ones that you like to play with the types of um, attacks that you enjoy, you know, they may die, and then you have to struggle through with the characters that you're not as used to. There's like a a blind kid that's like it's just sharpshooter double wielding pistols there's a guy that like throws knives um the just, dude that carries the gun behind his head that dude was awesome oh yeah that guy was such a badass dude he, he, i yeah, i've always, always wanted like, to shoot i've always wanted to shoot like that i just figured i may end up shooting myself by accident <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just so many great characters and it's just it just looks so cool definitely check this game out it's kind of hard to play these days it hasn't been remastered or re-released came out for ps2 and gamecube you can find yeah, it cheap on ebay play it. yeah that's all you need i i remember the first day i saw you playing it and i was like dude let me check this out and you're like all right so you hand me the controller and i was like how do you move and you oh, go yeah. you move with the a button i was like who moves with the button <laughs> yeah yeah, and yeah. Like, the control like, scheme did, is so was, weird but it works so well. I remember being like, dude, this is the dumbest game ever. And as soon as I pressed that A button and moved, I was just like, this is yeah, so this is actually perfect. It yeah, so fits it's basically so on well. rails. There's, there's different paths, and you press A to move forward. And then when you come to a junction, you pick which direction you want to go. And that's how you move. And it takes a lot. It takes like a couple levels to get used to. But once you get used to it, you know, it does work very well. And you're moving quickly. And, and the shooting's kind of weird and stuff. But it's totally unique. No other game like it. Oh man, I, no. I love that game so much. Oh yes, but uh, it's great. Sorry, you're creepy there. Oh dude, that was that was a very good one. 
And Suda Suda Fifty One, he's he said that if he could remaster a game, that would be the one he'd want to remaster. So, um, it's I believe it's owned by Capcom, and I don't think he's worked with Capcom recently. Yeah. So, we'll see if that actually happens. But if it did, um, I would absolutely love to to see that. I also remember because it was like it came out right after RE Four. And yeah. we were still hyped up on RE4, and then when we heard about this game, we were just like, "Well, we got to check it out." And it was yeah. it's it's amazingly similar, but yet extremely different. Yeah. Like, it's hard to explain. Like you, it has some of the weird control. Like for the time, the controls worked so well in both games, but at the time that both games came out, they were different like, from whatever Resident. Yeah, whenever Resident Evil Four came out, everybody was just like, "Well, why are you doing it this way?" But then. Once you got, once you played the game, you're just like, you know what? Why did we not play games like this before? And then yeah. same with their seven. It was like this is so different, but yet it works so well for this. And, and it's funny because RE4 like totally influenced like the action genre, and then Killer Seven just that control scheme was never used again by any game. No, but uh, yeah, that, but that just is fine. Funny. That's why it's the lesser known. Yeah. By the way, I love the intro. Yeah. Once I, once I thought of that, I was like that. Let's go with that name. I like that. Batman, did you ever play Killer Seven? I never have. Did you ever? I mean, I guess I must check it out. Uh, no, I don't believe so at all. Have you? Did you? Did you hear ever play uh, No More Heroes for the Wii? No More Heroes. I got. I never even had a Wii. I picked up on Wii in the Wii the Wii U world. Yeah. Oh man, you got to do homework and check this stuff out. It's good stuff. uh, For sure. You're a late bloomer in the Wii U world. In, in the Wii world, yes. Well, the thing For is, the sure. Wii, in looking back on it, the Wii was not. Well, well, one day I want to have a podcast where we talk about our top Nintendo we're, consoles. I really do think that we should have like a bonus podcast for that, like just a random like Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sometime, just randomly yeah. get together and be like, so we're just gonna debate, talk about go. The, the sad, sad history of the Wii and what it had such high hopes and actually it's yeah. kind of garbage. Right, it is, but Wii Sports, you know, it's fun, dude. We like it had so a lot of really good games. Wii Sports, and, well, <laughs> the thing the thing that was is like at the time I I got a Wii the Christmas after it launched, and I didn't have any other next gen consoles at that time or uh, PS3 or 360. So, and I, I at that point I was still a huge Nintendo fanboy, like Nintendo only, um, and. Yeah, Twilight Princess was great. Mario Galaxy was awesome. And then after that year when Mario Galaxy came out, and you know, I saw Modern Warfare 1, played that, played Fallout 3 and I was like, what am I doing? What this this thing is it's like 10-year-old technology or I mean like it's 5 or 6-year-old technology. Like I need to play actual games that are like pushing stuff forward. <laughs> like and I just had like this click and this realization. I was like, what the, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I was like, you know, yes, Mario Galaxy is amazing. Um, it is. There's and we had Virtual Console, all these great things that I think did better uh, in the Wii U. But man, if only it wasn't a GameCube. If only it was updated just like a little bit. Yeah, but that's. I, I was so disappointed in the Wii, but that's an, that's for another topic yeah it's really funny that you brought up fallout 3 there because you went hard in fallout 3 yeah didn't you i forgot how many hours you've had in that game but you were ridiculous i mean in retrospect it actually wasn't that bad i'd say it was probably uh 130 or so and that's with the expansions oh. 
Like I didn't go as cr- like some people go like way crazier. And I'm sure like with Fallout 4, and you can create stuff and build your town and, and the yeah. contraptions and whatever. I mean, yeah. At the time, it was it was at the time for us. It yeah, was, it was crazy. Yeah, you know, you know who goes even crazier when they play Fallout 3? Who was that? PC gamers. <laughs> you got mods. You just, you, you just load up a I couple did. hundred mods. Yeah. You know, you play as Darth Vader a couple times. And the game doesn't run at like 15 frames yeah. a second. Oh, yeah. 15. <laughs> I think you're on the high side there. Yeah. See, yeah, that's, that's the other thing is like, I haven't got super far into Fallout 4 because I have it for Xbox One and it does not play well. And I, I want to enjoy it, but I'm like, oh man, this is so slow. So that'll be another thing yeah, I pick up for uh, my PC once I get that. Built a uh, brought over those mods though. That's a step. Yeah, Dude, yeah that, that is that is that I, is really cool. That they did that. Yeah. And um, they confirmed mods for PS4 now. Yeah, yeah. finally. Like because they dropped it off and they said they weren't doing it. And like today or yesterday, they announced Recently, that they. Yeah. yeah. I think which they, is they huge. Had to, they had to do that just to spin that PR back around. Yeah, exactly. Like, Sony's not letting us do this. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, yes, we are. Yes, we will. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you want go ahead it's fine yeah all right so how about we uh so luke how's that uh oh yeah i don't even remember what you got yeah actually so, so I, I had a good juju it's from um left yeah, hand brewing company um i actually really enjoyed it it's a ginger ale and it's just a kind of a subtle smooth taste um like we mentioned last week I'm, i like beers where it's the taste of the beer that you feel the most not so much a fruitiness and stuff like that so it's it's just a beer with a you know smooth subtle ginger taste i'm actually really enjoying it how about you guys Buckman, how's your dakota um, don't you go second <laughs> no what, what okay be well, bold be bold the, step forward all right this the i had the jack okay o- excuse me i was gonna go next but okay go ahead <laughs> I had the Jack of Pumpkin by uh, Traveler. The uh, the Shandy, this pumpkin shandy, it's actually really good. The um, once you you know that aftertaste hits you, it just tastes like you know straight pumpkin. Which, I mean, I like my pumpkin. I get my you know my full white girl on, so <laughs> I can really taste it in this man. Yeah. It's, it was really good, really I feel good. You. This uh, Shipyard Brewing Company Pumpkinhead. This is a. Uh, it was really good. I'm actually really disappointed that I only bought two. Like, I kind of wish I would have bought more than that because it's really good. It, uh, the pumpkin, it's not like it's not like a shandy because I had the uh, Lining Google shandy last week. And it's not like that where, like, you really taste the the pumpkin. Like, this one, yeah. it's very subtle, and it's it really hits the – like, I would say that, Luke, you'd be more interested in this because, it, like, it's very subtle – like I said, and it's not overwhelmingly pumpkin, and it's not—it's not full white girl. Yeah. Point. Ooh. <laughs> no, I mean I feel like a traveler. They do the—they do the best of that kind of subgenre of beers. So I'm, yeah, I'm a fan I of agree. them. And actually, I had uh, it was a few weeks ago. I actually got that uh, the Lining Kugel's pumpkin just to ring in the fall. And yeah, it's—it's it's got a really overpowering pumpkin taste. Um, mm-hmm. I know I didn't have a pumpkin beer, but I'd say my favorites were I, I've had the Jack of Pumpkin before, and I'm a fan of that. But my, my number one favorite would actually be Pump Kick, which is by New Belgium. That's a really great pumpkin beer. But I was actually looking at that. I'll have to grab it. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. No, the best one is still Dogfish Head. Pumpkin Ale. Pumpkin oh, that's ale. what I'm going yeah. Man, are pumpkin they... Pumpkin Ale stuff. Are they... Uh, 
available past like the East Coast very much? Uh, it's hard. Yeah. Like I know back in Indiana, there's a couple places that have it. Like very, you had to be really good with. Where I you're feel picking. like I've seen way more like shirts and hats of of dogfish than the actual beer. It, yeah. Well, they had. You know what? I don't even know because I'm not. Because I know, like, my cousin will listen to this and he'll be like, "No, no, you're wrong." Because he and knows that's, everything. That's why he would be perfect to have on this because he knows his beer as well. I know, as well but, as his games. but the problem is that he's he's such like a beer elitist, like these PC elitists over here. Like, <clears throat> we need those folks that have that in-depth knowledge. That's what we need. Ho ho. He because I've but I do know that like Dogfish had had something go wrong with their supply at one point where like they just could not afford to ship it farther inland than yeah. the than the coast so they just kept it on their coast. Yeah, I mean it's for small breweries that's understandable. Yeah, but I, I do know that like some select breweries, I mean some select uh places uh they have they have it available like if you find a total wine they'll probably have it available or that's more of a major chain that would yep. probably have it but whatever all, all right. right that was any any uh anybody else do you say something closing comments yeah closing mm-hmm. comments. no when you got <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a lesser known? That's what I really wanted to know. Um, if you had my, one to... my lesser known is, I, I get maybe it's only lesser known to me, but I've known like one other person in my life that has played this game, and it's one of, I would definitely say one of the best games I've ever ever played ever... is um, Champions of Norath, man, Realms of EverQuest. Yeah, talked about that, but I never played it. Fantastic game. Wait, what, I mean, ge- what game genre is that? It's uh, it's like a MOBA. It plays like Diablo, I guess. Yeah, it's Diablo esque kind of. And it's that's tops. It was back on PS2. Yeah. So I, yeah, I remember hearing about that, but I never played it or anything. Fantastic game. So is it was that like single player or multiplayer? Or what was that? Um, it was, I mean, it was single player, but you could, you could have, you know, three of your buddies join you. Yeah. So you could have this like little mini raid at your house, kind of come over and, you know, bust things up. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. That's the best way to play like Diablo games like that. Oh yeah. Well, that was your uh, lesser known. Sorry, <laughs> I mean, you didn't get the intro. Well, it was, we'll get the outro. So that was those games that just they got the heart, <laughs> but maybe not the the wide reach, but we're reaching out to them. That was mm-hmm. the lesser known. You gotta like create an audio file or something that we can just insert. That's that. <laughs> that way, it's yeah. the same every single time. Yeah, but I like it. All right. Anything else? Because we gotta get out of here. It's what? What's our time right now? Uh, we're at one twenty-six. And it's yeah, almost my bedtime, so gotta dude, it is my bedtime actually. Four <laughs> work. So Oof. Yeah. yeah, that's the good thing about this. We don't work. Keep going. Uh-huh. Juicy. Yeah. Lucky dogs. All right. Well, that's that was episode two in the books. Let's lock that in. It's locked. <laughs> that's a wrap. Never again. Never again. Oh, I, I ripped that off Kyle Bossman from uh, Game Trailers and Easy Allies. But anyway, that's a wrap.
thank you gentlemen right. for joining yeah. joining me to chit chat it was a pleasure mm-hmm. see you folks again thank All you for right. thank you for listening we'll catch you later <laughs>